We all know it's essential to keep our business social accounts active and post relevant and engaging content regularly. But maybe you're struggling with ideas. Welcome to my monthly awareness dates content ideas to give you inspiration for the month ahead. Hi, you're listening to the Stress-Free Social Media Podcast. I'm Nicole Bromley, digital consultant at Copper in Guernsey, and I love helping businesses like yours flourish online and get rid of social media overwhelm. In today's episode of the Stress-Free Social Media Podcast, I will be sharing with you 10 September dates and talking with manager Julie Thompson and centre assistant Vanessa Marsh of Guernsey Alzheimer's Association on World Alzheimer's Day and what is going on locally and how they support the Guernsey community. With each Awareness Day, think about how it might be relevant to your business, your clients and the problems that you are solving with your products and services. If you enjoy listening, please subscribe to this podcast. So let's start with Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, raising support, funding and awareness of childhood cancers and the impact on sufferers and families. It started in 1990 and 2023 marks its 33rd anniversary with the theme of Give a Hug. To take part, you can share a snap of a special hug photo using the hashtag Children with Cancer UK. For more information and to sign up to their newsletter, visit childrenwithcancer.org.uk. Next up is International Day of Charity on the 5th of September, raising awareness about charities and why it is important to help those who are in need. If you can't make a financial donation on this particular day, there are still many ways to get involved, including buying gifts that give back to charities, sharing on social media who you volunteer for, or highlighting your chosen charity or charities and why. Overall, this day reminds us that simple acts of charity can alleviate the worst effects of humanitarian crises and create more inclusive and resilient societies. Next up is World Suicide Prevention Day on the 10th of September, when suicide prevention and mental health groups under the International Association for Suicide Prevention promote worldwide action to prevent suicides. Various events and activities are held to raise awareness that suicide is a major preventable cause of premature death. This year's theme is once again creating hope through action, building on previous years exploring the rich and complicated idea of hope in suicide prevention. For more information, visit iasp.info. Next up is Sexual Health Week from the 11th to 17th of September, bringing greater awareness of sexual health. This year's theme is Playing It Safe, drawing on almost 60 years of safeguarding experience, demonstrating the links between mental health and sexual health, and amplifying the voices of those who face health inequalities, including neurodivergent people. To get involved, be a hashtag SHW23Ally and add your charity logo to their campaign page. For more information, visit brook.org.uk. Next up is Jeans for Jeans Week from the 18th to the 24th of September, raising money and awareness for those families affected by life-altering genetic conditions. To get involved, sign up for a fundraising pack, ask everyone to wear jeans and use your event to raise money by visiting jeansforjeans.org. Stress-Free Social Media Podcast is sponsored by Copper, providing collaborative, simple and creative social media solutions to make your business flourish online. For more information, 
visit www.copper.gg. Next up is Youth Mental Health Day on the 19th of September, encouraging understanding and discussion of mental health in young people, enabling them to live happy and healthy lives all year round. This year's theme is Be Brave. Whether it's building confidence in facing difficult situations, building social confidence through learning to work together on team tasks, or learning to have the courage to fail by doing something new, no matter what the outcome, being brave can mean something different to everyone. To explore all the ways in which you can be brave and combat the stigma surrounding anxiety and mental health by learning more, downloading resources and putting on an event or activity, visit stem4.org.uk. Next up is World Alzheimer's Day on the 21st of September, raising awareness around, educating and encouraging support of and demystifying dementia. September is World Alzheimer's Month and this year's theme is Never Too Early, never too late, focusing on risk factors and risk reduction, emphasising their crucial role in potentially delaying or even preventing the onset of dementia. If you are posting to social media in September, use the hashtag World Alzheimer's Month. And if you are posting on the 21st of September, use the hashtag World Alzheimer's Day. To obtain support after a dementia diagnosis, learn about different types of post-diagnosis support, organise a fundraising event, or for more information, visit alzheimers.org.uk. To learn more about World Alzheimer's Month, you can download the campaign toolkit and individual risk factor posters from the Alzheimer's Disease International website at alzint.org. This leads me nicely to our guests today, Julie Thompson and Vanessa Marsh from the Guernsey Alzheimer's Association team. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for talking with me today. So, Julie, you are the GAA's manager. When and why was it set up and what do you offer people with Alzheimer's and other types of dementia and their carers? It was set up in 2009, so quite a while ago. Um, It was quite a small charity to begin with and the purpose was caring for carers. Um, But I was actually employed in 2019 when they felt that actually they needed some admin support. But along the way, it's really developed and um, we've expanded. We do quite a lot of fundraising, etc. And we've actually introduced a lot more services for the carers and those people with dementia. Um, We also offer a respite service. It's called our sitting service. Um, We actually employ... 18 sitters and they look after around about 40 people a week they give the carers um, a couple of hours two to three hours respite so they can go out have their hair cut they can go to bed they can go into their gardening it's not um, per se as a sitting service they do go out and about um, they'll take them for a little drive go and have coffee and cake it's an invaluable service so and we do have a bit of a waiting list at the moment We've taken on more sitters, but it's expanded from one when I first started in 2019 um, to 18. Okay, so what's the waiting list for at the moment, for for more sitters? So we have most referrals through from the older adult mental health team. Um, We also have referrals from social workers, doctors and self-referrals. And what we try and do is match the sitter to the person they're going to sit for. Mm -hmm. So perhaps the same interest they might like dogs or they might like to go to visit museums and we'll look at the person and try and match them t- as, as uh, close as possible 
because once that person, our sitter, is there and going to the person with dementia, they stay with them until such time as um, they, you know, they're not needed any longer. So it b- builds up a relationship and a friendship. So. I guess on the voluntary side of things, if anyone was interested in sitting, they could apply and then you would what list their interests and then wait till you could partner them up with someone suitable. Is that how it works? It's not really volunteering role okay, because we do fine. pay. Okay. Um, so it's it's a paid position and we right. put them through their training. So they they do all the first aid, moving and handling, all that kind of training. And because obviously the charity is limited with mm-hmm. with funds, yeah. we can only go to a certain amount of sitters. So we're limited by the number of okay. sitters we can employ and therefore the number of people that we okay. can sit So for. if you had more funds, you'd be able to have more sitters. Exactly. Okay, well, that's great. I mean, I, I'm also interested in how the people, the carers, that their, their mental health as well, because, you know, um, it, it must be hard to have all that pressure and uh, worry and then when they get their respite then the feeling of guilt and things like that um, how do you look after the carer's mental health? Um, we uh, from the beginning of this year we've started doing um, carer's support um, so we have referrals in really from the time that they're diagnosed from memory clinic um, and then we actually phone them and we ask them if there's anything they need or so you know want to come into the center a lot of people do come to the center with their families and for a cup of coffee and a chat which is very beneficial yeah. once they get over the threshold the stigma's gone sure so the first step in the door and then you give them the leaflet with all the details of all the things you offer they come to one and then they get interested in others i, I guess yeah that was how it would work ness um how do people typically get referred to the ga most people get referred by this um, adult mental health or the memory clinic, but we have had several occasions where they've come literally from the GP surgery and the GP's just said, just go straight down and see the girls down there and chat. So they've come in, we've made them a coffee and some have sat here for an hour and a half, two hours chatting and then walk away a completely different couple because they've been able to chat, they know they're there on their own and then they start coming to all our events and then they become part of our family. Have you got any people in mind in particular that it's really helped we've got we've got one couple that have come to us now and now the wife is now doing a walk to raise money to support us as well she's going to be doing a walk on the 26th of august um being sponsored i think by a previous employer but they just love it here now they come in every week several events and how were they at the start very low very low it's the shock also if they come straight from the GP where the GP's given that diagnosis to, like, oh, what do we do? I don't know Absolutely. about it. Or, you know, because I can hear the word dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, talked about. But um, if you haven't got that link, you haven't done the research, you, you don't... Yeah, they're going to it, shock. Yeah, exactly. And it's nice that you're here for that really... And when they realise they're not on their time. own and that we're here to help them, I think it's a big... A big thing for them. And it's lovely she's doing a walk. Yes, so. she is. And they're part of the family now. They are. <laughs> they are. <She> just... <laughs> That's lovely. Vanessa, you help run the centre. What do you get involved with? I get involved with a lot with most of the admin work with Julie and Joe, our other colleague we work with. We do a lot of the outside work is the, the golf, which we do on a Tuesday afternoon, and the men love, and we've got a lady that plays as well. We also do the sailing, which was, was all happened by a chance meeting with the sailing trust across the table at a hotel when they were doing something. And they said to us that um, 
we can take anybody on the water. So we said, OK, prove it. And this is how it all arose, and it's absolutely wonderful. So what do they get involved with? We go out with the sailing trust. We go on every Wednesday morning with two hawks, two the boats, two hawks, and they, we, they get in and they go outside the harbour. People did think that we just went on the model yacht pond, but we don't. <laughs> we go out literally out of the harbour, and more wind the better. And we're very grateful to the Saving Trust for doing this for us. And the golf. Tell me a bit more about what that. We go up to involved. the Royal every every Tuesday afternoon, and then we have a half hour on the driving range, which they love. And then we go out and have a little competition Ooh. onto the putting green. Oh, great! And then we always have coffee and cake afterwards, it's very which important. is a big thing to refuel in, in association. <laughs> Fabulous, um, uh, Julie. Just to go back to obviously all the services that um, Jay offer. Obviously, Vanessa's mentioned the external ones, but can you just tell me a few of the things that happen regularly um, internally? You know uh, that, that you get involved with with the carers and the people. Yeah, so we um, hold a Monday afternoon social afternoon, but it's um, it's very much a games afternoon. So people with dementia and their carers come along and they'll play things like euchre or dominoes etc um, and there's usually around about 20 people come to that on a Monday afternoon. On a Wednesday um, we have a carers support group. Um, it's really a popular afternoon to come to and we try and host either activities or speakers. Speakers that um, may have an interest in all things dementia um, or just something that we found really interesting and they come along and chat to us um, for around about an hour. Um, we also um, have the Admiral Nurses that attend on a Wednesday afternoon. Um, that's a new service and they're purely there to support the carers of those with dementia. So they're always on hand should somebody want to chat to them. Um, and HSC, the Older Adult Mental Health Team, also um, attend the sessions as well so we, it's a good network um, if people want to talk or just have advice from other people other than us okay and you mentioned before something about singing yeah <laughs> so we have um, what we call a singing down memory lane it's really well supported by not only um, people in the community but we have quite lots of care homes that come along it happens every other Friday afternoon we have a lady um, Kathy Gill and Alan West they come along take it in turns and they have maracas out and tambourines and they're all singing things that, you know, songs like ABBA and they love it. Oh, wow. Because music uh, to people with dementia, is it something that triggers them? Uh, that, you know, they ha that brings back some memories? And It's, uh, it's amazing how many, uh, you know, memories it does bring back. Um, and we, we try to do songs that will be from their era mm -hmm. so they don't really need song books they'll just remember the songs because as youth they probably sang it and sang it and sang it and now know them and so they can have a lovely time some people will get up and have a bit of a jig you know from their seats whatever it's a lovely afternoon yeah I bet it's really uplifting and rewarding for everyone involved um how do volunteers get involved with the GAA Vanessa we have some, we're very fortunate that we have a few um, companies that will support us and they're volunteers. They have, I think there's a new thing now that most companies give staff an hour or so a week or whatever to help people. So we get people coming to help us with the golf and also we've had them help come with the sailing as well. And also we will be doing Grow once Grow are sorted out, which is another activity we do, another thing we do. Um, we go once they've settled into their new premises, we'll be going down there every other week or whatever we haven't decided yet. And get people come and help help with that as well. It's just helpful having an extra few bodies around 
apart from just Julie, Joe and I. Sure. What does it allow you to do to have those extra pair of hands? Well, we can just, just for them to be there and chat to the people. You know, they love to talk with our, all our service users. They love to have a chat with different people. They get bored with our faces. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if anyone is interested in offering their help, are there any requirements and how do they... I'll let you know, really. I think you'll find that we've found over the last few months, especially, that a lot of people are involved with dementia and Alzheimer's personally. And I think that is where the, they're beginning now to say, actually, my nan, my gran. Sure. You know, and they feel that they can come and help us. That's it's nice. worthwhile. Okay, to give something back as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, and they've got a bit more of an understanding of it. Absolutely. Possibly. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, Julie, do you think there is anything more that can be done locally to support people with Alzheimer's and, and, and their carers as well as the people? There always can be, but I think we are quite a, in a fortunate place. You know, we have people from the UK that will talk about their experiences and they'll be surprised at the care packages that we can offer because we do work very, very closely. The third sector will work very closely with HSC, um, you know, outside um organizations and we all try and actually work together that we don't replicate or duplicate anything that we're doing so that we offer different services um, for example Alzheimer's Society will look after really those people with dementia mm -hmm. and we look after majority of the carers sure but we also help people so by going to golf or sailing although we're taking the people with dementia and what we found is that the wives or the husbands will actually have a cohort group and they then go off for coffee for an hour mm -hmm. and they go and, and offload you know, with each yeah. other and then they come back. So, yeah, we all try and support different things. So I think we're quite lucky. And as I say, the Admiral Nurses, they started this year and they've helped um, the carers of those with dementia. So it's really good signposting. There can always be improvements everywhere. Sure but I think we're quite lucky. That's really good to hear. Now, obviously, we're talking about World Alzheimer's Day. Well, actually, it's World Alzheimer's Month, but there is a day. What does it mean to you all? I think it's important that um, there's recognition, you know, for the um, illness to say, actually, it doesn't, you know, you can still live in the community. You can have still have a full life. You know, we offer these activities. You can get involved, um, you know, it's being about having, um, being interactive with people um, and sociable and still looking at life as a positive thing. Okay, and that's really important, isn't it, for their mental health as well, that um, not only for the carers, but the people as well, that they feel that they're doing things and they're meeting people and, you know, they're having fun. I think a lot of friendships have been made from coming here to the centre you know, people come in and have the lunch or the, the Wednesday afternoon and they've got sort of friendly with another couple. So that and it, it all helps each other know that they, they're not the only people with suffering and whatever they're doing. Yeah. And having a support group or Absolutely. they know that that person's going to be there the next week. Yes. And, Save seats um, for them and everything. <laughs> oh, saving seats. That's thank you. Um, are you doing anything uh, special to mark World Alzheimer's Day, uh, Judy? Um, we're, we're holding um, our monthly lunch, which we hope will be a sort of celebration of World Alzheimer's Day. Um, we do have a, an event, a fundraising event coming up, um, which is a sports-focused event. 
and which I can't say too much about at the moment, but please look out for our social media, etc. Um, but that will be really exciting and it raises vital funds for our respite service that we, we, um, we run for the carers. Okay, um, this year's theme is never too early, never too late. Uh, what are the risk factors which have been linked to the development of dementia and do you have any suggestions on how to counteract these and, and reduce risk? Well, I mean, I was just talking about a sports event, you know, it's it's now become very apparent that people who played rugby or football um, suffer will have suffered head injuries, people that have fallen off their bikes perhaps, you know, that kind of thing, that haven't worn protective helmets. Um, the damage is there and it's now only becoming... Um, people are becoming aware of it years later. Um, so, you know, things like wearing a hel- helmet is a good idea. Um, I know that the football um, and the rugby are very um, keen on promoting and and being very aware of head injuries. Mm -hmm. Um, Smoking, drinking less um, and basically adopting a healthy lifestyle, you know, make sure that your brain is active, that you're still involved with things, crosswords, etc. This will all stimulate your brain cells and, Mm -hmm. you know, be a, a healthy person. Great. Well, I've learned a lot. Is there anything else you'd like to share about um, GAA or World Alzheimer's Day or anything like that at all? I think we're lucky for, you know, for us, Guernsey Alzheimer's Association. Our charity has grown and has become more visible. But then I think in part that's because it affects more people. So the extended family. Um, so children are becoming aware of it, grandchildren. Um, and it's really good to have support for our charity. Um and the feedback we always have is that when they come to a centre, it's like opening their, our arms and giving them a big hug. And we want to continue that and we want to, you know, provide positivity when sometimes people are lacking it. The library will be doing a big display on um, different things for the dementia friendly and for us and all the other parts of the organisation. So there'll be lots of displays in the library, so it's worth going there and having a visit. OK, so if anyone to, wants to find out a bit there more... And, See what they've got up there. Do you know if that's on the on the day only or um, for the whole of the month? I think it's for the month. Okay. Um, they're going to have a stand up, and as Ness was saying, there's other organisations that are going to be doing things um, for Dementia Awareness Month. Um, Dementia Friendly Guernsey are doing a music festival, um, which ninth of September. Ninth. Yep. Okay. Where's that? That's at the Summary Park. Um, National Trust. National Trust. <laughs> okay. And you can get your. You can get. It's free, but you need to get your tickets. Book tickets okay. on, on. Is that a day event or? It's an afternoon. Okay. Yeah. Um, and are tickets on sale yet? They are, but they're free. But you okay. just need to. Oh, just go register the, your. Register your. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I guess if they wanted to get involved with that, how would they get their registration? Um, if you go on the Dementia Friendly Guernsey website mm-hmm. or site or Facebook, I think there's a link to an event, okay. right? Event, right. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so if anyone locally wishes to find out more about Guernsey Alzheimer's Association, please get in touch via their phone number 01481 245121. Visit their website alzheimers.gg or email info at alzheimers.gg or you can message their Facebook page um, and they'll respond to you. Um, Thank you very much, ladies. It's been really interesting to find out a bit more about GAA and what you offer. And good luck with all the events that are coming up and I hope they're a success. Thank Thank you very much. much. Thank you.
Next up is International Day of Peace on the 21st of September, devoted to strengthening the ideals of peace through observing 24 hours of non-violence and ceasefire. This year's theme is Actions for Peace, our ambition for the global goals. A push to recognise how our individual and collective actions can affect and foster global peace. Why not share a selfie on social media using the hashtag PeaceDay, use their downloadable art to reflect the theme, join in the minute of silence or gather for a global feast of peace. To sign the pledge and find out more information, visit internationaldayofpeace.org. Next up is World Car Free Day on the 22nd of September, encouraging motorists to give up their cars for a day, promoting the improvement of mass transit, cycling and walking and the development of communities where jobs are closer to home and where shopping is within walking distance. Why not encourage staff to walk, cycle or bus to work and share their journeys on social media? That's nearly it, but I've just got one more Awareness Day to finish with. World Heart Day on the 29th of September, which is an opportunity for everyone to stop and consider how best to use heart for humanity, for nature and for you. The World Heart Federation are challenging you to walk, run or bike a heart shape in your city. Plan your heart shape route and share it to put your heart on the map. You can use Strava to record, save and share your route or upload a photo or screenshot by using our online form by visiting world-heart-federation.org. And that's it for September content ideas. Thanks so much for listening. If you post content having listened to this, let us know in the comments and keep an eye out for our October awareness dates next month. Happy post creating.